0: Welcome to Lift Yourself Podcast, I'm your host Laura and I created this podcast to help you feel inspired and uplifted so you can unleash your potential self to the world. In this podcast I talk about divine feminine energy, female empowerment, personal development and much more. You can expect a mixture of guest interviews and solo episodes from me alongside some of my guided meditations. I'm so happy that you're joining me today, so let's get started. Hello and welcome back to the podcast, or welcome to the podcast if you are brand new. My name is Laura and I am your host, and I'm so excited and grateful that you are joining me today. Now, this week I am recording a solo episode. It has been so long since I sat down and recorded a solo episode for the podcast, and I was thinking about what do I want to talk about? What do I want to share? What's really relevant for me and The women in my community at the moment and i know through speaking to lots of you that the concept and topic of relationships and dating is a big thing at the moment and whether you are in your 20s your 30s your 40s your 50s it does not matter you are more than welcome to listen to this episode and just see what it is that i have to say i do definitely want to provide some value and give you some thought-provoking tips, I guess I could sh- could say. But at the same time, I want this to be quite light-hearted because I do feel that the whole dating scene and concept has gotten quite serious and a little bit stressful for a lot of women. That can cause a lot of pressure, tension and even feelings of lack and cause a lot of anxiety for us. So yeah, Let's get into this episode. I do just want to say that I am actually recording this episode for my YouTube channel. I've got the camera set up in front of me. I haven't done this in so long but I figured that it would be really good for me to be able to start recording a few more episodes for my channel where it's just me talking and sharing my thoughts. So you're more than welcome to head over to my YouTube channel if you would like to watch me on camera. If not, then you are more than welcome to stay with me on the podcast. Now, before we get in to the topic, I am going to be talking about why nice guys give you the ick. I just want to give a little life update because there's been a lot of things happening at the moment, a lot of shifts, a lot of growth and every time I feel that I am recording a solo episode there's like new things potentially happening or it's happened or it was going to happen and now it's not happening anymore and I'm definitely at a place where I'm trying to not be so fixated on something happening a certain way and accepting that it will unfold as exactly as it needs to and all I have to do or expect of myself to do is to show up And the more that I show up for myself, the more that I am connected to my bigger vision and my why, and I prioritise my health and wellbeing, and also the things that are important to me, then I, every single day, I'm going to get closer towards creating that as a reality. So I guess what I do want to share is if you are in the process of, of doing a lot of inner work, whether that is on your mindset or on... mindset and beliefs around your business or attracting the life that you want or changing something about your health and improving your health and wellness that is absolutely available to you to create and even if things in your physical reality right now don't reflect that it doesn't mean that it's not coming it doesn't mean that it's not on its way and i've had to remind myself of that on many occasions more recently And just because you see this level of growth and you see it externally, we always have to have that opportunity to just check in and think, right, am I moving in the right direction? How do I feel right now? What is coming up for me? What are the limiting beliefs that I am facing? Because no matter what you achieve or how you progress in your life, you're always going to be faced with these levels of uncertainty because that's... That's all that we can guarantee in life. Like life is gonna be uncertain. You know, we are able to create some level of security and certainty in our world, which is great. But it's how we're able to get certain with uncertainty and still move regardless. So yeah, I have just continued to shout up for the podcast. I have recorded some amazing interviews with guests and I have lots of And exciting things coming up for the podcast, as I always do. If you don't know, I actually upload every single Sunday, so you're more than welcome to subscribe and follow along to the podcast and hear what it is that I have to say. I do have obviously a combination of guest interviews and solo episodes like this where we go into specific topics. It's so funny because last week now I actually won an award in my work. Now, if you don't know, as I am also building, my coaching business and the podcast I do work at nine to five and it's funny because I got an award which was for mood booster of the year and I was like me the mood booster of the year (laughs) okay like I was actually shocked like I know that my brand is all about like uplifting and inspiring yourself or empowering women and empowering yourself to be able to create the life that you want but it just goes to show how that natural part of your personality comes into different areas of your life and I'm going to prove it I'm not making it up I've got the certificate here so if you are watching on YouTube I'll show you you can see it says Laura Hawkins move booster of the year in recognition of your dedication passion and heart work hard work how lovely is that and that actually did boost my moods, and I also won a bar galaxy as well, so it was a win-win to be fair. Now, other than that, with business, investing in myself, growing, learning, evolving, I'm still keeping on the health and fitness grind, I'm still getting up and getting my workouts in, I've been in the gym every morning this week, I'm actually recording on a Saturday right now, it should be, I was going to say it's 11.11 but it's not, it's 11.18 on a Saturday morning and I was really proud of myself because I got up early, I got my workouts done and then I was able to work and then work on the business in the evening and just trying to navigate that but I wanted to spend this morning really reflecting on some of these limiting beliefs that have been coming up for me lately as I'm growing and getting to that next level and one of the areas that I was actually journaling on is around relationships and love and attracting love into my life. So it is perfectly aligned for this episode. It's not like a left field, completely random, but it's just something that I'd noticed have been coming up a lot for me. So I do have my journal here with me. It's got written on it, take more chances, dance more dances. <laughs> take more chances, dance more dancers. And I wrote a few things that were really coming up for me and I want to share them with you because I feel that I get a sense there are people out there who can resonate with where I'm coming from and how I'm feeling right now. So yeah, let's get in to the main topic. Why nice guys give you the ick? I just wanna actually preference this that I am definitely not an expert when it comes to dating, relationships, love, by any means, this is simply my opinion, my belief, and when I have done my own research and learning on the topic but I do feel that a lot of the time we struggle when we meet someone who is perceived to be like a nice person depending on our own experiences when it comes to relationships and how we feel in those relationships or what we are familiar with. So what we associate being like a healthy relationship. So for example, if you've always had experiences with men and it's being quite wounded energy, toxic energy, quite up and down, feeling like you're on a bit of a roller coaster ride, not knowing from one minute to the next what's going on, maybe men not being emotionally available or saying sticking to their words, then you start to develop this subconscious belief that that is what... know that's the role of a man in your life so you'll notice that subconsciously we tend to feel more drawn and attracted to that type of energy whereas when we meet someone who is quite grounded secure and stable in themselves and we're not used to that in the masculine it can feel weird and we can be like what what is going on like this isn't this just isn't normal and it can actually begin to feel unsafe in the body even though in the physical, it's quite like a healthy, masculine man who's come into your life. So when you're in that position, or if you're in that position, it's about understanding a few things, okay? And it's, am I attracted to this person? Now, obviously, attraction goes deeper than just physical looks, but that is the initial thing. It's like, do I find this person attractive? And if the answer is no, I find that sometimes you can start to Become attracted to a person's energy and their personality and what they bring. So that's usually why it is important to not just focus on the external looks of a person. I don't think it's to be all and end all at all. There are many other aspects to it because look at the end of the day, looks fade. Um, it is a very superficial way of approaching things in life, and you do shut yourself off, I feel, to potential options people and experiences by just having that mindset and also to remember what we put out what we project outwards is going to come back to us so we're just wanting to attract a partner who's really good looking and they've got a good body and you know physically they look amazing it's like we're just putting value and worthiness on the external so you're going to attract that back to you from other partners who will only value how you look how your body looks because that's all that they'll be interested in so is that a relationship that you can grow together and feel really secure in? Probably not because at the end of the day life ebbs and flows you know women's bodies change as we get older we age none of us can avoid the aging process right there's lots of things that we can do to help it of course but we can't avoid the inevitable because that's just part of nature. And also as well, I do feel like agent is a beautiful concept and maybe as women we can embrace it a little bit more and see the beauty within it, especially when it comes to like the wisdom that we learn and how we're able to use our experiences from an empowering way of stepping into our purpose or stepping into something that we want to do and then give back to the world. So that's like another little side note. But bringing it back to the nice guy situation, I do feel it is a lot to do with our own belief system of how the masculine shows up in our life and it can also link to our childhood experiences, so the father wound and our relationship with our father, how that felt, how that looked, whether our father was in our life consistently in childhood or whether he was like in and out. My dad was always in my life as a child, my dad's always been in my life, um, definitely not saying that we always get on sunshine and rainbows because that's definitely not the case (laughs) but what I can say is that I've always been able to rely on him he's always been there for me so I know that not everyone's experiences is that but it's looking at the subconscious beliefs and reflecting on how is this influencing now what I'm attracted to So if I know that I want to meet a partner who is emotionally available, they want to commit to me, they want to build a family with me or a future with me and they respect me, then it's thinking about, well, if you look at the past relationships or past people that you've been connected to or found attractive, what was it about their energy or them that you were drawn to? And is that in alignment with what you're saying you want because if we don't take the opportunity to pause and reflect I'm not saying like overanalyze and just keep yourself stuck I'm just more looking at it from the perspective of using the past to teach you so you don't make the same mistakes in the future so if you have been attracted to similar partners even if they might look different their energy might be similar it's like what is that telling me like, have there been certain occasions where I haven't listened to my intuition? Maybe I've made decisions because I felt that I needed to. There, That's going to teach you and show you how you can break those patterns to move forward. And then also show you what you're finding subconsciously attractive. For example... If you feel on a subconscious level that you aren't worthy of having a masculine partner in your life or you don't know what that feels like because you've never experienced it, it's going to it's going to be unsafe for the body. So how can you start to teach yourself that it is safe to have this energy around you? So when a person comes into your life and they want to commit, they are emotionally available and they stick to their word they treat you with respect you're then there to receive it and mirror it back so it's our job now I feel as if you are single and even if you are in a relationship please don't think that okay right I'm, I'm in a relationship I don't need to do the work on myself now because another misconce- misconception is that once we get into the relationship we don't have to keep doing the work because we've got the thing that we want but that's not the case if we let that side of things slip then the most triggers that are going to come up for us is going to be when we're in a relationship because we know that relationships mirror back our deepest insecurities so yes you can do this work now whilst you're single but also if you're in a relationship don't think that okay it's done now and I don't need to keep showing up like there still needs to be that because if we don't what happens is, is we start to put pressure more on the relationship or we're not reflecting on how we're showing up and then we're projecting our insecurities onto this other person instead of taking that level of accountability and being like, right, okay, I, I reacted there or I was a bit out of line there or that, that was a trigger for me. So where does that relate to something from my past and how can I learn from that so I'm not repeating the same pattern over and over again? So yeah, I do feel that doing the work on ourselves, whether you're single or not, is going to show you a lot. And also too, one of the big things that was coming up for me, I'm actually going to get it in my journal. Let me just have a little look. There was something that I was writing down. There was a few things really, and it was about, when we talk about dating and relationships, there is a real pressure of something needing to happen now and if it's not happening now then that must mean that there's something wrong and usually we think that there's something wrong with us but what if there's nothing wrong what if it's all perfect what if it's all divine what if it's all happening according to how it needs to happen and instead of reflecting on the lack what if we reflect on what is going well and how we can use our energy in a positive way to amplify the things that are going well and improve ourselves and how we show up and there was a few things for me that were coming up when I was journaling and one of the things actually which was really I feel like quite vulnerable in sharing this but I think it's important for me to say it and put it out to the world because I know if I'm feeling it or if I've thought it then other people are obviously thinking it too and it's this belief of when i say that i want to if i'm saying i want to meet a partner do i really want to meet a partner now or am i saying that i just want to meet a partner because i think i should meet a partner and i and i feel that it's the expectation from society or the pressures that by now i have to meet a partner and I was like, do I actually want to meet someone now, or am I just putting pressure on myself to think I should want to meet someone because I'm not getting any younger, and I had to journal on that, because the thing is, is if we're coming from a place of thinking we have to do something because we need to, or we should, we're not listening to ourselves, we're not listening to our intuition, and we spent so long, Probably the majority of our lives feeling that we have to put other people's beliefs and opinions and expectations of our life and how we live our life before our own so I would definitely invite you to reflect on that now for me what was clearly coming up is that I do want a partner I am ready to meet a partner but I'm definitely not ready to settle I'm definitely not open to Wanting to repeat any experiences that I've had in the past. And I think as women, we're great because we know what we don't want, but it's more about what do you want. So I know what I want from a partner, but I'm open in order for that to come into my life. And then instead of feeling the need to control when that's going to happen, it's more thinking about, well, what can I use my energy on? So I made a few notes about how I can. Use my own energy to have accountability. So I put my responsibility in attracting a healthy partner is doing the work on myself, which is what I've already mentioned. So consistently doing the work, having self love and compassion. Because if I treat myself with respect, if I see what I bring to the table, if I know that. I'm worthy as a person, the right person will then be able to see that within me. So instead of being in this mindset, am I good enough? Will this person like me? You reframe that and you're like, will I like this person? Am I going to vibe with this person? Put the power back into yourself and how you show up and knowing that you are good enough, you are enough, and prioritizing self-love, self-compassion, self-respect. That's going to be the thing that's going to admit through your energy and it will be felt on a subconscious level by that other person and anyone who isn't on that same vibrational frequency as you is not going to find you attractive and you're not going to find them attractive and it'll just not align at all and it's not about you not being good enough. It's simply a case of we're not meant, we're not aligned, this isn't the right person for me and that's okay, you can let that go without overthinking and always come back to this form of self-love and another thing that I wrote down was making sure I prioritise feeling good about myself, now for me when it comes to feeling good, I like to feel good through having a healthy mind and a healthy body and that is by practicing mindfulness, meditation, journaling, working out, nature walks, prioritizing my nutrition, hydrating myself, following my dreams and vision, I've written this down which is more around the podcast, my coaching business, empowering women, activating women, you know holding space for women, my yoga, however that looks that is something that helps me feel good about me so I'm not putting this responsibility on a partner or a relationship to come and save me or make me feel good enough or make me feel worthy because i'm creating those feelings and emotions now by pursuing things and following things that i want to follow so then that builds up my own self-esteem my self-belief because it's like i focused on doing the work on myself to feel confident and as a result my vibration has raised which means i'm then going to be a match for someone who is on a similar path to me and we're able to then grow and help and support each other instead of thinking I'll feel good when I meet someone when I find a partner that's when I'll feel better about myself and it's like now that it doesn't work like that I think there's so many of us that have this belief whether it is subconsciously or more conscious that you'll feel better when you meet a partner and sometimes like I've just said before relationships is when most triggers come up and that's when you need the work because it's fine when you're on your own because you only have to worry about you whatever it is that you choose to do and how you show up whereas when you're with someone that's a different ball game so use this opportunity to always prioritize doing something that helps you feel good about yourself in whatever way that looks could be different to what I've just shared it does not matter it's just knowing yourself the next point that I wrote was putting myself out there and I've written online dating apps now I know that there's a bit of a misconception here about don't want online dating apps you know they're toxic they're this the that the the other I just feel like things are going to be what you make them to be so don't shut yourself off but don't put all expectations into one thing that would be my point of view so if you want to explore and try online dating apps then do it without pressure just for a bit of fun and see what happens let the universe just guide you and align you with people or opportunities or situations and you just never know so if you want to do it if it doesn't feel good don't do it there's absolutely no pressure and please do not feel ashamed because look we are in the year 2023 i think every single person's probably been on an online dating app in some like shape or form even if they might not admit it so I would not worry about how that looks outwardly Um, regardless of what any stigmas come up it doesn't matter then the other thing that I wrote about putting myself out there is going into places this is a big one this is a big one are you ready for this go into places where the type of person that you want to attract would be so the type of person that I want to attract into my life, the type you can see how excited I'm getting, talking relative, but the type of person that I'm attracting into my life is not going to be in a club every weekend. Like they're not going to be out in the pub every night after work because that's not the type of person that I want to attract. So I want to attract someone who prioritises their health and wellness. They go to the gym, they look after themselves, they're ambitious, they're working on something, probably a businessman something along those lines because that is what I find attractive in a partner so he's not going to be in the pub or partying every weekend he's going to be doing something else it's going to be more like self-development workshops it's going to be more about learning things it's going to be about in the gym or classes so begin to think about the type of person that you want to attract and how can you start putting yourself in positions where that type of person would would be, and this isn't about controlling, this is not about forcing, this is just about saying, right, I'm showing up, this is a co-creation process, so even if you go to a place, let's use a hypothetical example, you go to a place, but you, that guy isn't there, but there might be someone, or a particular guy isn't there, but there might be someone who knows him, who then you might form a friendship with, and then later down the line, they might, then introduce you to this person so you can see how the universe unfolds in magical ways if we just open up ourselves to let's just see okay so that's an important point now the next thing that i wrote was about having standards so like i said before i am not prepared to settle for anything less than i don't deserve and i think there's probably a lot of people who know my date and history and background even though i've not been in I've only been in three serious relationships and one was about six years when I was younger. I am—I have not been like a serial dater or someone who's dated a lot of people but I guess there are certain people who might think oh well Laura's unlucky in love and it's funny because I was actually reflecting on that and I was like oh is that a limiting belief that I feel I'm unlucky in love and is this why it's you know, it's showing up in my reality. And if you resonate with this, if you thought this yourself, it may be if you're a similar age to me, so I'm 32. If if you're in a similar position, you're thinking, oh, I'm, I'm so unlucky and lovely. Look at this person, look at that person, look what they've been able to do and how they've been able to grab. This is how I've reframed this belief to help me. And this isn't about being delusional. This is just simply switching the perspective To show how it can make you feel different about a situation. Instead of thinking, oh, I'm unlucky in love because I'm not married yet, or I'm not in a long term relationship, or I haven't met someone yet, why does that mean that you're unlucky? Why can that not mean that I am lucky? Because in my eyes, it would be more unlucky for me to be in a relationship with someone who's not right for me, who doesn't treat me with respect. I'm not happy with and I could feel like I'm in a situation where I can't get out I'm trapped because I might have a house with this person kids with this person I might not follow my vision my dreams I might not have any confidence I might not have any of my own money there are a lot of people who are in situations more than what you probably know that are really deeply unhappy in a relationship but they feel that they have to stay in it whether that's for the external show, the pressure of family members or friends or the image and what they post on Instagram or Facebook or TikTok, but they're actually really unhappy. So for me, I'm not dissing people who are in this situation, right? I actually wanna empower women who are in this situation and that's a big mission of mine. But reflecting it back to my position, I was like, well, if I look at that, I'm not unlucky. I'm actually very lucky because I have time. I have my wisdom. I have my experience and I have my confidence and I know what I bring to the table. So there are unlimited possibilities there in order for me to be able to then move through and attract a partner who's in alignment with what I want. So please, please, please use this opportunity if you have that belief or if that has crushed your mind or if anyone's even projected that belief onto you, you must be unlucky in love. Think about that and look at your situation and think, actually, is this the truth or am I just making it the truth and what actually is the truth here? By getting out of situations that weren't serving you, were unhealthy, dangerous, toxic and holding you back, You are winning. You are lucky. So uh, repeat that to yourself. I'm lucky in love. I am lucky whether you're single right now, because the more that you actually believe you are lucky and you are worthy of attracting a stable, healthy partner, you're going to seek that out. Your brain is then going to filter when you start to meet different people and recognize Okay, well, I'm attracted to this person's energy. There's something about this person. Maybe they're a little bit different to what you're used to before, but you're curious, and your intuition is like, yes, let's let's spend more time with this person. Let's see where things go. And I guess going back to the putting yourself out there, it's also important to remember: don't put pressure on something having to go a certain way. Just because you go on like a couple of dates with someone, they don't have to be the one, right? You can still go out with them and just see what happens. I think that's another thing too, especially in the manifestation space, that it's like, I'm not wasting my time. I'm not settling. So I'm not even going to go out with this person. It's like, you're not even going to give them a chance. And we just don't know what could come from that. I'm obviously not saying go out with every single person who asks you to, of course. Like, you you have your own choice whether you want to or not. But just this is just like for me it's like let's not shut ourselves off let's not be so rigid about how it has to be and let's actually begin to look at things a little bit differently because that's gonna help it's gonna help me it's gonna help any other single woman in that place I feel and my next point that I wrote down which is actually quite relevant from what I've just shared is about having boundaries so if it feels like a nob it's a no and make yourself aware of spotting red flags and if you spot red flags then listen to them don't doubt yourself journal on it take a step back if you need some time to think i'm not sure there were certain things that were coming up with this person when i was on a date with them or when i've been speaking to them on the phone or texting that's made me think this is a bit of a red flag don't ignore them even if your friends are all like this person's amazing yeah honestly but if you've got a red flag coming up and you can't ignore it don't doubt yourself because there's a saying I, I can't even remember the actual saying right so I'm probably gonna butcher it but it's something along the lines of the things that we ignore in the beginning of a relationship or the red flags that we ignore in the beginning are usually the things that end up finishing the relationship and ending the relationship and we always end up saying oh I wish I listened to myself sooner I wish I recognized that sooner so using experiences of the past practicing doing the inner work listening to your inner intuition is then going to help you to be able to set those boundaries and have like your levels of standards and sticking to it as well and then the other thing I've put is be okay with rejection Because like I said, when you're treating yourself with self-love, self-compassion and self-respect, anyone who comes into your life who doesn't match that energy, you're not going to be magnetic towards each other, so they won't find you attractive or your energy attractive or they'll say like, oh there's not a spark, but that's just because they're not on the same frequency as you, it's not a form of rejection, so don't make it personal and like I said, look at it from the place of, do I even like this person? Do I even vibe with this person instead of do they vibe with me or do they like me? So understand that there's so many things that we're able to reframe and learn from. When we're going through this process, it doesn't always have to be so serious. It really doesn't. And the last thing that I wrote about this was have faith that if you can feel it on your heart, it is possible for you to have and continue to do the inner work. So any limiting beliefs, any self-doubt, any feelings of not being good enough or not looking good enough, prioritize those areas or make your own something that might be a little bit different to mine, it doesn't matter, this is just simply about how it helps you. And the other thing that I want to share on this, which I do think is relevant, is focusing on your own journey. So you might, if you're in your 30s like me, it's more than likely that your friends are having babies, getting married now, or houses with their partners and you're naturally going to be comparing yourself because of course we're human, we're going to do that, especially as the feminine, the feminine compares, the masculine competes. And if we're in this state of comparison and wondering, is this going to happen for me? Look at this person, look at that person. Take that step back and just be like, it is possible. I can feel that it's meant for me and it will happen exactly as it is meant to happen and I don't always need to know the how and the when, I just simply show up and do the work on myself and then that is going to take me to where I need to go. So please don't assume that people have got it all figured out and people are all completely happy. Although we want people to be happy, right? The reality is, is not everyone is. So we can't just look at someone and think externally that they have it all figured out because it's not the case. And especially if it's making you feel worse about yourself, the best thing that we can do is know ourselves, keep showing up for ourselves, stick with our words, value ourselves and trust that having that faith or having your faith in what you want is possible, what you want is available, without compromise, without settle, like, when I say compromise, right, of course, we're going to have to compromise in relationship, to can't all just be your way, because that just doesn't work, like, we have to compromise, but you don't have to compromise your values, I think that's what I'm saying, like, you don't have to compromise who you are and what you want, and if you do not want to be in a relationship right now, and you want to go off and travel, or if you want to go off and be a free spirit, or you just want to be single for a little bit, that's okay as well. There is no pressure. I'm bringing it back to the beginning of the podcast and the title of this episode, reframing your beliefs around what is healthy in your life, what type of relationships you want in your life, and how that is attractive to you, the type of energy that you want. And this bad boy concept is not serving you and how it's not going to support your future as much as you might want it to or you might think that they're going to change or they might come back to you in a different way it's very unlikely that that is the case so it's how we're able to use those experiences to learn Now I know that people love a good book recommendation especially when it comes to reading a little bit more about love and there was a book that I first read the beginning of the year and it's just on my shelf here, it's called The Magic of Manifesting Love, I'll just get it now and show you. I have read the whole of this and it is only little and I think I got it from Amazon and it was quite reasonably priced but overall this book it it is good don't get me wrong I definitely recommend it it's a it's a nice read it's nothing too heavy but it just comes down to being a case of you embodying the energy of love and treating yourself with love and respect now and when you have that self-love and you're giving yourself it it will emit outwardly and you will attract it in through a partner from a place of your cup is already full You don't need a partner to complete you, this isn't about finding your other half, you are already whole. This whole concept is just BS by the way, do not fall for the fact that you need a partner to be your other half. You are enough, you are whole, you bring that to the table and the universe will mirror that in terms of who it brings into your world. So that book was definitely about focusing on feeling good enough in yourself and doing that work. And then the other book that I picked up just last month, so I'm recording this on the 1st of April, I got this around the beginning of March and I have no doubt that you will know the author because he is amazing and he is everywhere in the spiritual and self-development space, it is by Jay Shetty and it is The 8 Rules of Love, How to Find It, Keep It and Let It Go. I actually listened to Jay on a podcast I think it might have been the School of Greatness podcast with Lewis Harves and he was talking about his book and some of the concepts when it comes to love and what love means, like communication, compatibility, um, connection and all of those things so I found it really helpful to be able to understand a little bit. Now obviously I can't do a full review because I haven't read the book yet but I'm excited to delve even deeper into this concept and learn more because that's what it's about, like we learn, we grow, we implement and then we're able to see the results in the physical world, so yes, they're the two recommendations from me when it comes to books, I would love to know if you have any recommendations, any books or podcasts that you recently listened to around this topic of love and not settling and attracting a partner into your world, so let me know in the comments on YouTube or drop me a DM over on Instagram and I would love to chat with you, So I'm going to leave the episode there. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you have enjoyed it. It's been quite a long one. And I like going into all of this deep stuff and going past the superficial level when it comes to conversations. I just wanted to say if you would like to know a little bit more about how you can work with me on a one-on-one basis, there is an application form for one-on-one coaching in the description box of this YouTube video or the podcast you can find it in the show notes and all you need to do is click on the link and fill in as much detail as possible so I am able to read it and then get back to you when I am able to to see if we are a good fit to work together over a three month or four month basis and this is all about doing the inner work on you raising your vibration, your self-confidence, your self-belief, getting clear on what it is that you want, being able to reprogram your limiting beliefs, your mindset and creating a life that is truly what you deserve. So thank you so much for listening or watching. I am very, very grateful to have you here with me. I hope you have a lovely rest of your day wherever you are in the world and I will be back next week with another episode. Thank you so much for listening to Lift Yourself Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe. And if you would like to see more content from me, follow me on Instagram at underscore lauralifts underscore. If you're feeling generous, give this podcast a review on the Apple Podcast app as it will help this podcast get in front of more people who need to hear this content. Thank you so much for listening. I am so, so grateful to have you with me and I'm really looking forward to speaking to you next time.